I am intimidated to sing back to you because that was really good. <laughs> that so. was not good. Hello. Before we get started, I was thinking that we should, first of all, say what we did today. Okay. For fun. <laughs> okay. You start. Oh, no, you go first. Okay. Today, I had dinner with my friend Noel. No, tell us like from the top, dude. Okay. From the top. You know when I was a kid, my sister and I we would go to bed because we shared a bunk bed. We used to say that like we're like, tell me everything you did today from the moment you woke up, every meal you had. <laughs> and we would literally fall asleep to t- to our schedules. <laughs> That's kinda cool. Bring me back. But I worked today, so I woke up, walked my dog, went to work. So happy it was a slow day because I just did homework for four hours. Nice. <laughs> and then uh, my friend Noel came by towards the end of my shift. And so I closed up and we went to have birthday dinner. And um, it was actually really sweet because she's going to get married soon. So we just like were able to catch up and just like talk about her her soon to be like mm, what do you call it wedding and also she asked me to be her bridesmaid <gasps> and i are you serious? literally like welling welled up in tears we i mean we're super close so we we knew like this day would come but i like we would always talk about it like since the beginning of our friendship and so it was just like such a sweet moment to just like be there and just just like feel like those conversations we had were actually happening is this your first bridesmaid moment no but it is my first it is my first i would say like actual like life like i do life with you like you're my best friend and I'm your bridesmaid moment. That's crazy. Dude, I've never been a bridesmaid. Really? Ever, yeah. Yeah, it's really fun. I mean, but this is going to be special for real. Um, yeah, Noelle will be on the pod soon, so you're gonna, you'll all meet her too. Uh, but yeah, I'm super excited, and it was such a sweet moment, yeah. I love that, dude. Dude, not to be a Debbie Downer, but I don't want bridesmaids. I know you've told me that before. I'm just going to put it out in the podcast, so maybe listening to this years later, we'll see what happens. Okay, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, you'll change your mind, girl, <laughs> because I want to be a bridesmaid. <laughs> that was my day. Tell me yours. That's fun, dude. Mine was just like normal, typical Monday. Woke up. I drove to L.A. because I had to be in L.A. today for work and spent the day there. It's pretty productive. Then drove back, and I did a laundry, which has been overdue, and I made fish Mm. for dinner. Because fish is a food you can eat. Exactly. (laughs) Actually, yeah, my food You know, if you know. Yeah, if you know, you know. So I ate that, and then, oh, I read a bit. I did, like, a lot of random, like, little stuff like that. I'm telling you, it was, like, a typical Monday. And now I'm here doing the podcast. Yeah. 
I was going to tell you something else, too. Oh, I posted this on my story. Which I saw it. Yes, which is why I it. bought you the tea, because what? I actually want to practice the thing. I want to see. Is someone looking? No, I just saw someone walk by, and I was being nosy. <laughs> even I was, like, I was someone, the one looking at that. Dude, I just get scared, because I'm like, is someone by my window right now? <laughs> dude, that'd be terrifying. Okay, so there's this Instagram page. It's called Fresh Sense, and it's basically this, like, flower delivery company mm-hmm. that's from, like, Denver, Colorado. I actually sent it to one of my friends whose birthday was recently, um, and their packaging is really cool. But anyway, every month they post, like, a challenge, and I think they're really fun. So this month's challenge is all about love. So I wanted to read it just to inspire you guys, just in case you don't follow me on Instagram. But their thing is call your parents out of the blue. Bring your coworker some coffee or a treat. Intentionally smile at people on walks or at the grocery store and then check in on someone you know who might be struggling. Mm-hmm. So yeah, every month they like put challenges like that. And yeah, I did my coffee one for you. Yeah. That and that was so sweet. This girl needs it. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you. Close. Well, on the topic of love, we decided for the month of February. I have a question. I hope this is not dumb. What? Is it February? <laughs> no, that's wrong. <laughs> there's you know there's an R? It's a silent R. Febu February. Dude, now I'm confused. I'm gonna because I see the R and I'm like, have I been saying this wrong? Is it February? No. That sounds so wrong. Oh, it's f- it's February. No. Uh, yeah, like how they spell it. But do you pronounce it? No, is I it think a it's silent R. I think it is silent. February. Dude, they're playing with us. <laughs> yeah. Who came up with this? <laughs> like, why did you make this so complicated? Like, it's February to us. February. So I guess it's February, people. February? Wait, dude, before we start, I want to share my crazy week coming up. Okay. Okay, people. Before we get into the topic, I just want to say this. This is my last week of being 23. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just take a moment of silence. <laughs> I just, I think I like overdramatic. What? Overdramatic. <laughs> I'm not helpful. I don't know. I overdo it, basically. (laughs) Um, Because I get in my feels, like, not, like, sad, happy. I don't even know what I am. Can I quote you from from yesterday? No, from last year? Yeah. I remember (laughs) you told me, I've been feeling blue on your birthday week. Well, so that's, like, my... I typically feel that on my actual birthday. Yeah. I don't know why. I can just picture myself being born. <laughs> it makes me like, aw. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so this week, though, in celebration of my last week of being 23, um, I'm cutting my hair short. No way. I am. Like, how short? I haven't decided, but it will be shorter than how it is now. Are you scared for me? A little. <laughs> <laughs> not, that I, not because I don't think it will look good, but because your hair is so long that it just feels like a real change. I know, but I have, like, this huge desire to do it, and, like, I haven't decided again, like, how short, but honestly, if I look bad, dude, I wear buns the majority of the time, and second, hair grows, 
So whatever. Love it. I'm doing that, and then I'm getting two tattoos on Friday. Wow. And then that's it. (laughs) (laughs) That's huge. So those are my big changes. And I don't know if anyone out there has tattoos, but personally, I go through waves of grieving my skin. Yeah. (laughs) Of how it was before. So I'm already kind of grieving, like, Like you're looking at that placement. Yeah. Just, like, saying goodbye. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I did that, too. Well, more for my third tattoo because it was a little bit more noticeable and yeah i'll just look at the spot and just be like it will never be like this again yeah so i'm going through that right now (laughs) anyway just wanted to share that i think that's exciting yeah i'm excited hopefully it will help the blues not feel too blue (laughs) (laughs) Mm. all right well it's a fun week i'm excited the big 24 we're the same age. Yay. 24. Okay. So, for the month of February. February. Whatever you like. <laughs> we are going to be talking about, guess what? Love. Again. <laughs> yes. And we decided to talk about the different types of love. Um that i learned about from it's weird like i don't know how this came to me but i remember at an early age in high school they taught me like the different greek like the different types of love in greek and i remember it being super helpful to distinguish that like love looks different depending on what it's towards if that makes sense. Yeah. So if it's towards the self, it's going to look very different when it's towards your romantic partner or when it's towards your family. So it was really helpful to see like, oh, like love looks very different. And so we decided for this month, we're going to go over a couple of those different types of love. And so for this week, we're going to focus on self-love and pronouncing this word in greek is so hard so we're gonna use i'm gonna right now pull up how to like pronounce it so are we ready guys okay give me a second philautia 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 this is the philautia love which is the self love um yeah where should we start with that man i feel like I think we should just, like, throw whatever's out there. I know this topic is, like, always talked about. I know. It's, like, mainstream. It's, like, been very trendy and whatever. So I hope whatever we say is a reminder of self-love or you learn something new. But I saw, I was, like, looking stuff up on Pinterest because I was, like, let me think outside of the box or let's see what Pinterest has to say. Okay. But um, I really like this post that I just found yeah. <laughs> because their thing with, like, boundary, what? Self-love equates to boundaries. Ooh. That's what they're saying. So I'm just going to read the list and maybe we'll go from there. But so it says self-love and boundaries um equals not buying things you can't afford taking regular breaks during the day keeping the promises you make to yourself ending a toxic relationship 
creating a healthy sleep routine, taking time to honor your feelings and process your thoughts, talking to yourself like you would talk to a loved one, and then giving up the the idea that you will be perfect. And Mm -hmm. I just really like this because I feel like the boundary parts, what comes to mind is like to protect yourself and like, I don't know, to me what stood out is like keeping the promises you make to yourself. I really like that because like, I feel like if you were committing something with a friend like, hey, we're meeting this day and whatever, we're going to hang out or like with your partner, whatever. And you don't do that to yourself in regards to like, I'm going to work out today. And then if you don't like keep that promise, it's going to become like a habit. And if it's like, I'm going to read today, like something that I love, or I'm going to take time to myself and then you kind of disregard it. It's like you're hurting. You're like cheating yourself, basically, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. like no one else. And I feel like it's just a good reminder to so basic again, like treat yourself how you would treat others and even better i feel yeah um i kind of like want to tap into i want to challenge people today i feel like challenging too (laughs) i was like challenging a couple of my friends today like i was talking to them randomly and i was like i feel like you need to do the i don't know i guess i want to go into the topic of a self-love you don't often hear about like what like like things that are hard to do but are actually better for you like reading a book instead of watching netflix before bed that's a good one like going to exercise even on the days you don't feel like it and dare i say even on the day when your body may feel like it wants to stay in bed and you want to say let me listen to my body what if actually you have to push yourself a little because exercising that day would actually be super beneficial for you you know like i think i want to challenge people that like there's a difference between rationalizing things and talking yourself out for the sake of like i'm just really like like this is what's best for me and actually choosing things that feel hard but you know come with a good outcome. That's kind of like, I'm just thinking of those kind of self-love moments that for me, like it took a lot of energy. Like lately, I want to listen to my music when I walk my dog, but I say no and I like take off my AirPods and like I'm going to walk in silence because I know my brain needs to relax and I just need quiet. But it's hard because your body, everything in you is like, I just want to distract myself. I just want to listen to music. I don't want to think. Like, things like that. That in the end, like, every time I'm done walking my dog and I, like, had, like, the whole walk just in silence, I genuinely feel like I could breathe again. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I've been kind of, like, I think our culture oftentimes could shift so much to, like, everything about what we want and not really pushing ourselves, like, what are the things that are, like, really hard to do but our self-love at the end of the day yeah you know it's kind of weird but it makes me think of like a parent who knows like if my kid does this i know that it's gonna make them grow yeah 
and it's going to be good for their development. And, like, a lot of times, like, the kids push back or, like, throw tantrums, but it's always those things that, like, almost make make us upset that, like, really are, like, game changers, I feel like. So I feel like, and I think that's the big part, step of, like, growing up and being independent, that, like, we have the choice, right, to schedule our day out and say yes and no to things. And I think the fact that, like, we don't have, like, a parent anymore making those decisions for us, like, we need to make that extra step of, like, dang, this sucks so bad right now, but, like, I know I'm going to feel better after it. Or, like, dude, come on, like, it's been so hard for me to get back to running, but I can, like, dream of, like, the outcome of how Mm. I'll feel after. So, like, I feel like I've been saying this for a while, but that's one thing that I want to do for my self-love because I know that's, like, a huge part of me just being a human like my body just like recognizes running and I feel like I'm on top of the world when I run mm-hmm. um and I've totally been avoiding that and like it's almost like self-sabotage <laughs> so yeah bringing running too like that actually has come up um like I was in therapy and we were processing why something upset me. <laughs> and then it's just, it's funny because I often, as athletes, I think it's very, like, the way our brain, func- like, the way we function or, like, make sense of the world, can, it c- kind of comes back to our sport and how it taught us a lot about life. And so I was telling my therapist, I'm like, I think it bothers me that some people think they can eat junk food and still have an amazing run or an amazing race. I learned in my sport, like, things come with sacrifice, but they really are beneficial because when you make that sacrifice, you realize when you're in that race feeling so strong that you, that's self-love. You cared for yourself, and the reward of that was actually being in this moment, what you really wanted was to be strong, was to be, like, what's the word? Like, I guess to achieve your goal right and to mm-hmm. I think if you take it out of the context of running to really see the f- what is it the reap what's that saying the reap of your harvest or the oh you reap what you sow re- you reap what you sow like when you actually get to see that come into fruition you're like wow like it took it took sacrifice and that's what I think for me like self-love also I mean Self-love it has many layers, but I think we forget that self-love has this layer, too. Yeah, I agree. And kind of, like, one of, like, my big self-love things for this year is my word, which is health and wellness. Because, personally, for me, like, that taps into how productive I am at work. And, like, when my stomach was hurting, like, so bad, like, it was hard to concentrate or, like, I don't know, stuff like that, right? I didn't know, dude, my word, health and wellness, came with sacrifice. Yeah. Because I've had to sacrifice, like, so many foods, so many, like, these random things I didn't have to, or I didn't know I had to. And that's been, I've been wanting to tell you that. That's been, like, a lesson I've Mm. learned so far this year is, like, my words coming with sacrifice. 
but like it's like those little moments like those everyday little decisions that you sacrifice things that like lead to the bigger outcome it's not like the instant gratification Mm. vibe that we all have going on right now with mainstream media it's um like a lot of people and there's always like memes and jokes on like social media of like oh i did like a 10 minute ab workout like where are my abs like it's not like it's fun and games but like it doesn't work like that and i think that like applies to everything in life even people who want to become readers right they're like i just like hate it and i can't like go past a chapter but it's like we'll just read a chapter read a page a day and like slowly progress and like i just feel personally that if we all tapped in more into like that self-love and like ran with it my heart kind of feels like we would all be a little less depressed and anxious and i know that's like a huge thing like literally i think like the health i forget the cdc i think has like declared it a state of emergency in america of how many people are depressed and anxious in this day and age and i truly feel that it's because like we're prioritizing things that are not Mm life-giving um and life-giving can be different for everyone like that's what's cool about all of us we're all unique Mm -hmm. so i would say tap into that and we challenge you to do that yeah okay i also i really love that we went there just because i think that's a different kind you know we didn't want to be cliche and i think that's like not talked about enough so it was nice to like talk about self-love with sacrifice but i have another way i think we need to experience self-love which is a little bit more of the emotional side (laughs) have you heard of the shadow you've told me about it a bit okay yeah i recently watched this documentary called stuts i think i'm saying that wrong but it's on Netflix, and Jonah Hill, an actor I'm sure a lot of you guys know, interviews this therapist. Um, it was so moving, and there's this part that I think was, uh, I just thought was so relatable, and we'll, I think it taps into self-love that we all really need to, we all need to learn how to love ourselves in this way um basically your shadow all right wherever you are right now i want you to close your eyes close your eyes esther (laughs) think about a version of yourself where you felt very insecure a time in your life where you did not like who you saw in the mirror um, with other people. You didn't feel comfortable in your skin. Think about all the emotions that brought up. Like, that is your shadow. A lot of us still see that person and walk as if that's still us. And that's why we end up in certain rooms and situations not liking ourselves because we just feel trapped in our shadow you can open your eyes if your eyes are still closed (laughs) um so in this documentary to give you guys an example jonah hill printed out a picture of his 14 year old version of himself he was extremely overweight he felt the most insecure in his life 
and he basically went to therapy because despite the amount of success he had he was still living with that shadow believing that like well he thought success would take that away that like pain and the wounds of that moment in his life but that shadow still remained like he still felt like he wasn't worth like people's like I feel like for him he didn't feel like he was good enough basically and his therapist actually challenged him to like have a moment where he like talked to his shadow and like befriended it like basically I think you've done this too you've told me before where you can go back to a version of yourself and you basically like give that shadow a hug you remind that shadow like we made it (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. it's guys it's powerful and like if anyone if you have anyone who can guide you i don't know if there's like youtube videos on this but i experienced that with my therapist and that was crazy yeah yeah it's so beautiful like i think it's also a time like to look at that part of you and personally what I did was I like closed my eyes and envisioned myself like moving towards that version of myself and I literally gave her a hug and was like you like almost speaking words of truth to her (laughs) like you are like worthy you are enough like you are important you're an important part of my life like instead of running away from her and trying not to be anything like her I almost want to bring her along and be like what you think of yourself in this time of your life is just not true and you are actually like all these beautiful things instead of like what you think you are and like I think that's a version of love. It's like going back to a part of yourself that you genuinely hated and I guess picking her up and saying like hey, like we're we're getting through like we're we're more than you think you are. Like does that make sense? Yeah. I want to give the example of my experience actually. Yeah, I think your experience is really beautiful. Um I'm just checking it. Mm-hmm. We're traumatized people cuz we've recorded and like <laughs> it's like <laughs> not to come through yeah um so when i was in therapy i'm currently not in therapy but when i was my therapist called it something different not shadow Mm -hmm. which is why i'm saying like you kind of like taught me that yeah because i think i will say like i think your experience was a little different Mm. because your shadow is not your shadow has to be a bit more of like you genuinely it's just more of an insecure time in your life. Oh, I see. And I feel like your experience was a bit more different. It was more of a difficult time or a hurtful time. I think it was. So let me just explain. And then we can we can discuss what it was. Mm-hmm. Basically, when I was in therapy, there was like a moment where I feel like I kept referring to my old self as dumb. Because 
I'll be super. Tra- I feel like the more we've been doing the podcast, I'm just more comfortable with being transparent. But I grew up with. I feel like my parents never had like an abundant mindset. Even like when we were quote unquote financially stable, they still saw like a lot of scarcity. And like, I think in a lot of minority groups, there's like a poverty mindset. And that's just like generational cycles of like, oh yeah, like that's just life, Mm -hmm. right? And so like what I had, uh, this topic kept like reoccurring in therapy where like I, I'm the youngest in my family. I have three older siblings. So every time I would see like one of my siblings moving out, and like one would go to college and like one started like her life and like blah 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 i always thought like oh like as they're leaving one by one like my parents are gonna like have the freedom to save more money or like take trips or like do whatever they want so like younger esther always had this hope of like oh things will be different and like their mindset will be different and like the root was just because I truly wanted, like, my parents to feel, like, stable and happy. But as I got older and I saw, like, all of, like, my siblings and I growing up, and even me going to college, like, I almost, like, felt like they gave up. Mm. And instead of, like, instead of seeing, like, their empty nest as an opportunity to, like, oh, my gosh, finally, like, I get a breather and I get to, like, save all this money, like, I feel like they just, like, gave up and then in turn, like, their poverty mindset like increased in a Mm. way so like i kept saying like younger esther was dumb to think that things would be different so like i was almost like resentful Mm -hmm. you know of like oh like younger esther's dumb to like ever think that things would be better so my therapist did like this whole thing with me where it was almost kind of like an out-of-body experience but she literally took me back to a moment it was 10 year old esther and she basically guided me and I just like remember sitting next to my 10 year old self and saying like you're not dumb Mm. and like your hope isn't bad and like giving like 10 year old Esther that like love and forgiveness for calling her dumb and for like having hope I that was like the most like freeing thing Mm. ever because like it was weird to forgive myself and to tell myself like you're just a kid and like to have those thoughts is like not your fault and like you are doing better like the fact that I'm an adult now and have control of my life as a kid I I didn't have the the control that I do now and so like it was just like such a self-love moment of like don't be so hard on yourself Mm -hmm. like why were you so hard on 10 year old esther and then now being a young adult and still like being resentful of her for like quote unquote being dumb you know yeah so that was my experience yeah and i just guys i really encourage you guys to like um it doesn't even have to be like what we call shadow work where you particularly think of just that version i would encourage you to even go into like what Esther did, like seasons of life that maybe you're resentful for, or I read about a similar experience for a Holocaust survivor who did the same thing, but in her mind, she went back 
to a time where she felt very weak and she envisioned picking herself up and like walking with her and being like we did this we we got through this so like i think you could do this with like a season of your life and like really it is this version of self-love of like one you're a survivor and like i think it's too a way of having compassion because there are a lot of sometimes like what you mentioned i think is a lot of it's really relatable like i think of times in my life where i was mad at myself and so your experience was like having that compassion of like you didn't know like you didn't know this would this would happen like you you genuinely had like the good intentions or even if you messed up like you are right now like you obviously care and like you can forgive yourself yeah and i think i think what was like the most freeing part is that i didn't know how much weight i was carrying from that resentment that i had to my younger self in a weird way and i think that like moment almost like gave me my hope back and made me it w- i can't even like say it without sounding so cliche but literally that moment like i felt like my self love return because i feel like prior to that experience like i was still like almost calling myself dumb yeah you know yeah i kind of want to also and with this kind of reminded me of this really (laughs) interesting moment in my class but it made me sort of emotional um so we were learning about all the defense mechanisms and you know you think of denial of like there's like i don't know if you if it'll make sense for you but like there's these it's like called reaction formation or sublimation all these ways that in our life we like we use to cope through the hardest moments we've experienced and one of the first things my professor said when she like finished saying the list um and and some of these things sounded so toxic like eating disorder right like not that like i'm not trying to say like if you have an eat there's a lot of sensitivities there <laughs> what i'm trying to say is that a lot of those things that you would feel like you would never like see in a positive light right like there's serious things that are affecting people and it's like you want to just help them and like not encourage it she said you honor every defense mechanism because it helped that person survive so like when a client comes you say like hey like let's like think these these areas like the ways you coped because like it genuinely helped you survive to this point yeah that's that's so true yeah and it kind of blew my mind because we were all like what she's like yeah let's celebrate that eating disorder because that was the only thing keeping you sane from the chaos you were going through like we're going to obviously work on this so that you don't have to like continue to feel this is the like only way to find refuge but up to this point that kept you sane from chaos and it's crazy how like our brain really protects us yeah yeah by doing even like crazy stuff like that yeah and i want to repeat like we're not encouraging them to like grow and continue but we are honoring them Mm -hmm. because when you were since you were a kid when i like what you said we didn't know how we didn't know how to handle these things we were young 
so these things were like simple ways but like simple ways to survive but they essentially helped us survive yeah um and i just think like part of self-love is kind of going into those really interesting complex places where you're like not condemning or shaming yourself like you're really having compassion for yourself Mm -hmm. facts dude i love that that was a good way to end last thing i'll say is remember you are actually golden like you like treat yourself like actual gold like i know we all love the farmer's market and like these pop-up shops where we're buying gold rings and gold jewelry but you are more than that and like just remember that like you are Mm. actually gold Mm. cue golden harry styles (laughs) (laughs) like that song literally popped up in my mind you're so golden all right guys that's the end (laughs) bye (laughs) bye